Hello and welcome to the next episode. She runs the business podcast. Today we have a very special guest, Jen Edwards, who is joining our mission to bring healing and peace to the world. Jen is an amazing intuitive healer who helps women all around the world heal anxiety, depression, OCD behaviors, PTSD, back pain, and urinary tract infection. Jen, thank you so much for being here. It's my honor and pleasure to have you on my show. Oh, Nina, thank you for that lovely introduction. And I'm absolutely so thrilled to be here. Thank you for having me. Before we dive in into world of energy healing, I would love to ask you to explain to our audience what exactly is energy healing? I'll do my best to explain because I think it is a mystery. I think that in many ways it is a mystery. I think that we set the intention and we bring healing, we act as a conjurer, but I couldn't tell you exactly how it works. I will tell you what I do understand, though, from my experience of working with almost 500 women so far. Energy healing is when you are able to, in my case, this is my story of energy healing, is when I connect. So if you think of source God consciousness or if you think of the universe, or whatever your perception is of the creator. If you think of the creator as being like an enormous reservoir, like an, an infinite pond of love and light, I'm able to plug myself in. It's like I am a hose pipe and I plug myself into a tap that is coming from the wall of the reservoir. And that hose pipe is able to channel or carry, let's call it a hundred liters of water. So when I work with a client, I'm able to bring that client a hundred liters of water and give that water to the client to wash away, to help to start to begin washing away whatever that client comes to me for. So if the client comes to me for lack of confidence or if she comes to me for OCD behaviors like compulsive pulling out of hair or if she comes to me for urinary tract infections, I think you mentioned that, I'm able to bring that water and start washing away whatever is at the root of and causing those issues for the client. So I don't really have control over this. I set intention and I ask God for help and I ask to be an open conduit, an open channel, and then I bring what is sent to me to the client. And after a certain amount of time, the client's body tells me that it is full. She is full. She cannot take any more water. And so I then stop. I unplug myself from the reservoir and I stop bringing the energy. We can also call it energy healing because we can say instead of the water and the reservoir, we can say it's like a adapter plug that's plugged into the wall which connects to the energy you don't know how you get your light do you or you don't know how you make your toaster work but the energy comes through that conduit in the wall that that wall socket and along the electrical cables and that's a kind of another analogy that i would use for what is energy healing Thank you so much for the great explanation so i would love to dig deeper and really understand why did you become an energy healer? What happened in your life that put you on the path to help women all around the world? Sure. Okay. So I was, all of, for a lot of my life, I was in adult education and development and I was a facilitator. I was a healing facilitator. And I lived in denial. I was in huge denial. I was an adopted kid. And I, just to set the record straight right from the beginning, I was adopted into a wonderful and amazing 
all-embracing, unconditionally loving family. But somewhere in my subconscious mind, at a very young age, I laid down the belief that I'm not good enough. I laid down the belief very strongly that I was not good enough. And I think the reason for this was I had an image of my mother, who I never met, throwing me away. And I know as I got older, I realized, of course, that it probably caused her a great deal of pain and heartache. But when I was a child and when I was growing up, I, I didn't understand that. And so I had a great deal of feeling within myself that I, because my primary caregiver was unable to love me and accept me and keep me, that I was not good enough for anything. And I lived with that for many years. <laughs> I started when I was 55. I met, and you know, they say when the student is ready, the teacher appears. And I met someone when I was 55 who introduced me to energy healing. And I went for my first energy healing session. And the woman who worked with me was a kinesiologist. So what she did was she put her fingers on my wrist and she felt my body give the answers. And she put her fingers on my wrist and she said, so who abandoned you? And I was absolutely shocked. I couldn't believe it because I'd gone to her thinking we were going to work on abundance issues. I had asked her for help with my money issues. And the first thing she said was, who abandoned you? So I worked with her for many years. I still work with her because I believe that even though I believe that I do believe I'm enough now, I believe that I am perfect in God's eyes. I believe that I am enough for everything. Most especially, I'm enough for myself. But I work on other things. I have physical issues that I've worked with. I have mental issues that I've worked with. I had abundance issues that I've worked with. So the work has been ongoing. I still see her intermittently. And I love how energy healing has transformed my life, how it's changed my life. And that is why I continue doing it. And that then is why I started wanting to, when I realized how transformational this work was, I thought, I'd love to do this for myself. I'd love to do this for my family. And so I learned how to do it and I discovered I have a gift for it. And now instead of being an adult learning facilitator, I call myself a healing facilitator because as I explained to you, I am merely the conduit. I am the hose pipe that is plugged into the reservoir. I am the plug that is plugged into the wall. It is not me who is the source of the water and it is not me who is the source of the electricity. Hence, I am a facilitator. Thank you, Jan, for sharing your inspiring story. I would love to ask you, is there any specific method that you use to help women heal? Okay, the first method I learned was something called the emotion code. And once I had mastered that and become qualified in that, I then learned the body code. And once I had learned that and qualified in that, I started moving into more esoteric regions and I started to learn psychic healing with some coaches and mentors. And I think that what happened for me, because I was using my intuition, with the body code and the emotion code, my intuition became ever greater and ever deeper, which is why I now call myself a psychic, because now I communicate with my spirit guides. I can ask some questions and I get answers, and I use that psychic ability when I work with you, with a client. Very simply, the emotion code works on the principle that we trap our big feelings. When something big happens to us, for example, let's say you get divorced, let's say you have a car accident, let's say someone in your family dies or a beloved pet dies, what happens is we very often believe that we haven't got time to deal with the big feelings, we don't have the capacity to deal with the big feelings, and so we 
shut those big feelings away. We close them down. We push them away. We put them in a cupboard and we say, I'll deal with that later. And what happens is those big feelings get stuck in the body, in the tissues and the organs, and we are unable to deal with them. So we just keep on carrying them. And after maybe months or years, depending on how well your body is coping with all this emotional baggage and trauma that she's carrying, the body may get sick. The body manifests something like urinary tract infections or bladder incontinence or back pain or headaches or all sorts. You might get PTSD, you might have OCD behaviors that you can't control. The reason this work is so powerful, and this is the foundation, the emotion. I've just explained the emotion coaching as a foundation. Everything else that I've done builds on that. But the principles are the same, that we trap these negative beliefs about ourselves. We hold on to things. We create anchors that hold us back. We, we, our inner child is unhappy and we have aspects of ourselves, aspects of consciousness, parts of our beings that are not happy and that need healing. But these are all at a very deep subconscious level. And the astonishment about this work and the thing that I still find astonishing, even though I've been doing this now for such a long time, I've been doing this full time for almost four years. The astonishment is that when we work with this, we connect to the subconscious mind. So when I'm working with you, I don't ask you questions. I ask your subconscious mind and your higher self, which is yourself, which is connected to God. I ask those parts of your being, what can I do to help you to release whatever is at the root of and causing the issue that you've come to me for? And because you don't know, you often don't know, you might think, oh, well, when I was divorced, it was very traumatic. But you might not realize that when you were four, your rabbit died, got run over, got eaten by a dog, and you witnessed that. And you might not remember that because you've shut it away, but you're still holding on to that trauma, those big feelings that you experienced when you saw that. And so what we do is the subconscious mind directs me to those feelings that are contributing to your trauma that you've come to me for the divorce or the no let's say you've come to me for your retract infections your subconscious mind directs me to whatever is at the root of causing that and i fully believe that we carry these emotions and feelings in our organs and they are almost like balls of energy i believe we are energetic beings even though we look solid we are in fact if you were to look at me through a microscope and you were like a god figure you would see lots of space in my being. There'd be lots of empty space in between all the little dots of my being. And that would be energy. And when the energies of the trauma that we've held on to are lodged in the tissues and organs, and they will lodge in your tissues and organs depending on where your tissue and organs are susceptible or open to that. And then it the energy lodges in the tissues and organs and almost distorts the tissues and organs. So when we release those old feelings of feeling unsupported or fearful or the feelings of blame or dread, whatever we're releasing, the organs are able to normalize and the organs are able to heal themselves. That is what I do and that is why I believe it's so powerful because you don't remember the stuff so you can't talk about it. Unlike talk therapy, what I'm doing is I'm accessing your subconscious mind. I'm accessing the deep parts of your being where your subconscious mind remembers absolutely everything that ever happened to you and is able to identify very quickly what is at the root of and causing this issue. And so we release that subconsciously and I release it by 
setting the intention, I've created a connection, I release it energetically using my breath and also by swiping on one of my meridians like this and then we release it and then we confirm once we've released that, we confirm have we released that and then we go on to the next one and we carry on doing that for about an hour until your body is full, until your body cannot tolerate any more and then we close off and we end the session and then we just get feedback from you. How are you feeling? What's happening for you? What's changed for you? And that's how it works. Thank you, Jan, for explaining the method you use. What I would love to know is how long does it take for people to heal? For example, if somebody has anxiety, how long does it take for that person to heal? Okay, that's a great question. I would always say to you, how long is your piece of Because when you have anxiety, very often, in my experience, again, working with lots of people who have anxiety, is that if we think of your lifeline as a piece of string, along that piece of string, there's knots. And the knot might be, the first knot might be, parents got divorced when I was two. Second knot might be living with dad. Dad had a relationship with a woman who treated me unkindly. Maybe that's at six. Then there's another knot at 10. Dad moved cities and I moved cities with him and I lost all my friends. I didn't have any friends. Another one, there's maybe a knot at 14, and this might be my Uncle Fred abused me. And so we have knots along our timeline, knots along our lifetime. And I don't know how many knots you have or how long it's going to take to unravel those because what we have to do is we have to undo those knots. It's not a talking process. I don't ask you what happened because your conscious mind is not really aware of what's causing the anxiety. But what I will do is I will say that at 14, you had a trapped emotion of humiliated. And let's release that trapped emotion. Now, I don't know that you were abused by Uncle Fred at 14. I, that is not something that's given to me. It's not in my gift to be shown that. What isn't my gift to be shown is that when you were 14, you felt overwhelmed, fear, terror, unworthiness, lack of worth, low self-esteem. And I will release those. And then very often you'll come to me, and once I've worked with you a few times, very often you'll come to me and you'll say, Jane, by the way, when I was 14, my Uncle Fred abused me. And then it all makes sense for me. But I never make assumptions about what, what I'm releasing because, as I say, it's not my gift to know what the trauma was and I can't read your mind. I don't know how long your piece of string is for anxiety. I do know that if I do one session for you, I generally find if I do my experience so far, with most of my clients, many of my clients, is that if I do one session for you on anxiety, you will typically, I have a follow-up process where I say, please let me know in three days' time what's going on with you. If you have a processing crisis, I'll t tell me about it and I'll help you. So after three days or before, if they need help sooner, I get feedback from people and most of the time they say, I'm feeling amazing, I'm feeling so light, the bad dreams have stopped, I've noticed I'm not as stressed, I'm not as anxious, maybe my heart palpitations have slowed down or I'm not having heart palpitations right now. So what we've done is we've taken off a layer, let's say your anxiety is, is like an onion, and what we've done is we've taken off your onion, the first top layer that you will show me, your subconscious mind will show me, that is feeding your anxiety. And so the anxiety onion almost disappears. When I finish your session, I check in with your higher self and I ask her, how long are you taking to process this? And her, she will reply to me with typically five to seven days. Let's say for argument's sake, it's seven days. And very often, on the third day, people tell me, wow, I'm feeling fantastic. 
On the sixth day, I get an email saying, hey, you know what? I'm starting to feel anxious. And that's because your body has noticed the shift in the anxiety when we took off the top layer. And your body is saying to you, look, Jen, this is how I can feel when I'm not anxious. And then because there's so much stuff here that's attached to anxiety and that's causing anxiety, it comes back. But it generally doesn't come back as bad. So if we started the session and we rated your anxiety, and I ask you this on a conscious level, how anxious are you out of 10? 10 is the worst it can be. You tell me I'm an anxious at a nine. In a week or so, if you come back for another session and we say, how anxious are you? And I'm about an eight. So what we do is we chip away because energy healing is a process. Just as you would go to a gym in order to turn your body, change how your body looks and feels, or just like you would go on an eating plan to make your body healthy and to eat the right foods. It's a process. It doesn't happen overnight. It happens gradually. How long for anxiety? I don't know. Let's say one, two, three, four, five, six. Maybe about six sessions for anxiety. Hard for me to tell. But because I don't know how long your string is. And then in terms of processing. So just to come back to anxiety, what we do, and I work with a lot of people in my healing circle on anxiety. And the reason my healing circle is so incredible is because I work every Thursday remotely with people all over the world. There's no Zoom call. All I do is I send you an email on Wednesday saying, what's happening tomorrow, please set your severity rating. I do the remote healing on Thursday of everyone in the group, and then I send them their report. And the reason it has such incredible results is because it's a drip, drip, drip of energy healing every single week and so like I said it's a process and often people if they don't buy into the membership or they don't buy a course they often they might come for one and then they'll say I'll wait a bit and then the anxiety comes back and not as bad as it was but it comes back so it's a question of chip 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 chipping away at it and just bringing it down consistently bringing it down just like you would chip away at the gym and you would consistently do your sit-ups and your abs would get stronger and stronger and your core would become stronger and stronger. That's what we do with energy healing. And yes, some people might have a processing crisis is what we about half of my clients do. A processing crisis is when we, after the healing session, we bump into the echoes of the things we've released. So you may bump into the echoes for the time. Let's say it was seven days to process. You might for seven days or for part of those seven days, you might bump into echoes of what we released. You may feel enormous grief. You may feel, you may remember things that you'd forgotten. You may feel angry. You may, I, I don't know what you're going to do until you do it. But what I do is I send you a list of things you can do to manage it. And I say, yeah, you're having a healing crisis. This is amazing because it means that deep fundamental issues are shifting for you. Yes, this is the beginning of the rest of your life. And I also say, contact me as number one on the list because if you are having a healing crisis, I want to know because then I can connect with you remotely. If you text me and I say, text me, give me I'll give you my phone number and I'll say, WhatsApp me because I will respond. And if you WhatsApp me on a Saturday night and you know what some people do, I will then check in with you remotely and I will look at your chakras and your chakras are wheels of energy that are aligned with your spine. And sometimes the chakras get knocked out of balance 
when the energies leave. And if that's happened, then I will realign your chakras for you. And 99% people will say, oh, Jen, I feel so much better. Thank you. So it's easily sorted. It's, it's manageable. And that then is such a blessing that you are having a healing crisis. Thank you, Jan, for sharing your expertise with us. And thank you so much for the great interview. Thank you for all the explanations you gave us about what energy healing is, the method you use, how long does it take for people to heal, and what are the symptoms somebody has when they release and going through healing period. Thank you so much for being here today. Before we wrap up this interview, I would love to ask you to share more about where people can find more about you. Thank you. Thank you, Nina. It's been so nice talking to you. I've just been rattling away and you've been so good listening to me. Thank you. I have a website and the address is www.jenedwards.com. That's Jen with a G, so G-E-N, Jen at jenedwards.com. And all my offerings and services are on there. I have something called the Transformative Community. There's a whole lot of transformative group services. And then my sort of healing options page is where all my one-to-ones are and my healing circle. My healing circle, that particular membership, I do have other memberships, that particular membership is one that one you can join. And that, as I said, it's a wonder and a blessing because you get a drip, drip of energy healing every week, every Thursday. You do not have to be with me. It is completely remote. You do get a healing report at the end of it, emailed to you of listing, itemizing what we release. I also have a f- private Facebook group, which is linked to that, which you can join or not as you prefer. And every Friday I go into that Facebook group and I comment or give insights or my impressions of what happened when we worked yesterday. And what I found with that, I say to people, Give yourself the best shot. Commit to yourself because you're not committing to me. This is a contract with you and your future self and your happiness and your growth and development. So contract with yourself to be with me for three months in my healing circle because experience has shown me that by three months, most of the people in my healing circle have had real transformation. Thank you so much for sharing about your membership. Thank you for being here today on this podcast. And thank you for all the work you do. Thank you for helping women heal. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It's been so nice talking to you. Thank you, Nina. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And for all of you who are watching out there, if you need help, reach out to Jazz. She is an amazing healer. I highly recommend her. Thank you so much for being here today. And until the next time, keep working on yourself because the world does need that love and light inside of you more than ever. I'm sending you lots of love and positive energy. Bye for now. My gorgeous friend, I hope you love this episode. If you learned something that is helpful for your business, I would really love to hear from you. Could you spend 30 seconds of your time, go to the Apple podcast and leave me a five-star review? This is the only way you can thank me and let me know how much you love this podcast. I love hearing from you. If you have friends who need help with their coaching businesses, share this episode with them and help them grow their business too. Thank you for listening to She Runs the Business Podcast. Please share your gifts with the world. Keep shining your light because the world does need that love and light inside of you more than ever. I'm sending you lots of love and big hugs.